2: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm Simon Cardy with Joe Scrabbles. Hi. Matt Perslow. Hello. In the studio once again, isn't it lovely to be back in the studio? Oh, it's so much better. Oh yeah. And it's much better when we're covering big events like we've seen this week. It's better for you. What? <laughs> we can We can talk, we can converse, we can be like, you grab that story, you grab that trailer. Yeah. Oh, it's fun, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's what people love to hear, the ins and outs, oh, the nitty yeah. gritty. There's been so many like streams this week. We've got, we've had PlayStation Stay of Play, we've had a Nintendo Direct, TGS has crept up on us. Yeah,
1: great of uh, Nintendo and Sony to organise those the mm-hmm. day before for the same
2: day. News teams around the world <laughs> praised <laughs> Nintendo Incredible. and Sony for the short notice. And before that of the weekend, we had a Ubisoft Forward, we had D23. That's just a ridiculous amount. We obviously can't cover it all because we'd be here for about four days. <laughs> yeah, we, we we'd miss all the other events that got announced exactly. in the time that we're so in. So we we are going to cover five of those events, but we're gonna we're gonna pick what we want to talk about because big exactly. And we're not going to spend ages on each because yet again we don't have a lot of time on our hands. <clears throat> God of War looks good though, don't it? It Ooh, does. Yes, that bit where he him and Thor yeah have a little run. That's Ooh. good, isn't it? I like that massive, whatever's going on with that massive jellyfish thing. Mm. Jellyfish thing, Not tearing any... the sky down with another sky behind it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God.
1: That's what we all did in the office. We yeah. watched that together and we all went,
2: oh, my God. God of war. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't, What more is there to say about God of War Ragnarok apart from the fact? Illus. Oh, God, it is good though. I am I'm increasingly at the point where I either want them
1: to do, like, a proper overview of what this game is like, or stop showing me any more of it, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was caught somewhere in between where I'm just like, I don't think I need, like, these moments shown to yeah. me at this point.
2: I've watched it a few times, and I don't know why, because I don't, like you're saying, I don't need to see much more. You don't, don't want to pick on it, it apart. You just want to. Exactly. No. Mm-hmm. And, like, halfway through watching that trailer, I was simultaneously enthralled. But at the same time, like am I seeing too much here? But I also trust them that they're not going to show me anything that will spoil that game, which means um, there's going to be more incredible stuff. It feels
1: pretty restrained on, like, um, locations. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... It feels like there are going to be... I just feel like at some point there's going to be a big Greece thing. I think they're going to slip
2: in a Greece thing.
1: Oh, I thought you were... Ancient Greece. Hellenic.
2: For some reason, I thought you were thinking about the musicals. It's going to be a musical number. From (laughs) your your face. Yeah. And the way you were clicking your finger. John Travolta's showing up. (laughs) That would be good. Imagine him. as (gasps) He's Odin. John Travolta as Odin. (laughs) Come on. Imagine that. Summer loving. It's winter, isn't it? He's got an imposing frame. He could be Odin.
1: Just put yeah. him a slap an eye patch on Travolta, <laughs> get him to do his weird haircut from uh, Assault on Precinct Thirteen or wherever it was. Was so, he in that? What's uh, the one where he plays like a crazy looking is that Russian? Taking of Pelham? Maybe Pelham.
2: Yeah, I think it's Pelham mm. where he's got a weird beard. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's the only way we can think that God of War would not look better <laughs> if John Travolta was Odin. Yeah, look, love it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, we're only two months away from that now, which is which is amazing. Do you reckon?
1: One more weapon? Ooh. Are they going to do one th- more
2: weapon? You, surely, weapon. You defeat, surely you defeat... Surely you defeat Thor and grab that.
0: Perhaps Milne. The thing is, would Milne not just be the Leviathan axe? That's a thunder hammer, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess the thing is... is it's, it's another element. There's too much of um, the MCU that's infiltrated the popular culture of what Milne mm. is, right? Mm. So you think it's a hammer you chuck and pull back, which is why I immediately yeah. say is that not the Leviathan axe? But if it is a more "quote unquote" traditional or different variation of it, the idea of a hammer that can be used to like mm-hmm. paint lightning bolts across enemies and stuff like that—that's that.
1: it. It's like we've got fire and ice. Mm-hmm. It stands to reason they could add another elemental yeah. type to switch
2: mm-hmm. between, well, mix up the. when you're fighting for, you break your axe and you finish him off with his own hammer, and then you have the hammer from then on.
0: Interesting, maybe.
2: But then that wouldn't
0: really suit their Vader mm-hmm. elements of going back with. No, but the thing is, is the idea world. of kind of like that trailer very much gives uh, God of War 2018 is smaller scale than the other God of Wars in terms of like your boss fights mm-hmm. that you're fighting. It's much more kind of Lord of the Ringsy in its scale than it was yep. the uh, God of War 3 starts with you like scaling up a mountain character that yeah. must be like 160 feet tall. The idea of like maybe there are those bigger creatures, like the big jellyfish, like the big almost rhino thing that mm-hmm. was in that trailer mm. that maybe can only be defeated by a weapon like Mulnir and you'd come back later. A
2: day. What That'd about if great.
0: Atreus wields Milner?
2: Mm. Atreus can fuck off. <laughs> do you think I mean we'll probably talk about a lot more about Gold War in the future. We won't spend ages more on it. You reckon you Red think, Dead cra- Red Dead ending, grown up Atreus at the Yeah, end. do you think even like Atreus? Atreus. Oh, would that be too Shit, last of us <laughs> here as well. Yeah, if it, it tries d- to they don't do over, oh, not if they do DLC. I think it would be at the very, very end. That's what. Yeah, that was yeah. my.
0: Mm. Are we allowed to speak about what happened in God of War in this in this podcast? Just because I'm worried about.
2: <sighs> Let's. Why don't we leave
0: it for now? Yeah, because you know, I, ju- I just think there's something that happens at the end of God of yeah. War that could indicate a different mm. sort of relationship
2: for those characters.
0: Yeah, we'll and... leave
2: it there for people mm-hmm. to ponder because there was other things at the stay at play none of us are really huge fighting game fans i think that's fair to say but tekken was kind of the one i did play when i was a kid
1: tekken i feel is like our sort of age groups Mm. um it's the one that all your mates had yeah just because of its association with those early playstations Mm -hmm. and yeah tekken is the one like i watched that and was like Oh, yeah, Kazuya and Jin. Mm. I remember their backstory. The Demon Gene and, and all <laughs> that stuff. You with that bullshit backwards sword move. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. Harakiri. Um, so, yeah, I am... Um, I Like, honestly, right now, we've literally just come out of watching the TGS Capcom mm. showcase, the first of two. And I'm weirdly excited for Street Fighter in a way that I've never been in my life mm. before. Um, and so Tekken really what it has going right now is it's another Unreal Engine 5 game and that's going to make people really excited.
0: I it can't say it's like
1: trailer. yeah, it's not the concept of it doesn't blow my mind but if it does look like that,
2: be very cool. Um, I yeah. don't have much more to say about it. No, we're just not fighting game fans before, you know, it'd be silly not to mention a new Taken, but yeah Did uh. you spot anything, listener? In the Tekken
1: trailer that we should be looking Anything out for.
2: Anything tech and new by Storm? Mm.
1: Okay, don't actually email in. Uh, <laughs> I've lost all enthusiasm. Um,
2: what we do enjoy though is those Yakuza games, or should we be calling them like a Dragon games? Who knows anymore? Are we we're straight off a state. Of, oh no, issue. No, was in is, there. They, they, Yakuza Mm -hmm. is everywhere at the moment. Mm -hmm. There's 16 Yakuza games in development. (laughs) There's three. Um,
1: It feels like more. The best thing about this is, right, so they've announced Ishin, which is a remake of a PS3 spin-off that had Mm -hmm. never come out over here. It's a Yakuza where they recast the characters you know from the older games as samurai.
0: It's like, like Majima is in it as yeah. like a, a rogue samurai, isn't Yeah, it?
1: and uh Kazuma Kiryu is in mm-hmm. there with a different name and there's all sorts of gunplay and stuff. Frankly, I'm not actually super interested in this one, but I think for Yakuza people, it's a massive deal that it's being remade and it mm-hmm. is a proper remake. Um, and they're even dropping characters from other who are, like, acted characters from other Yakuza games into this one for the first time, playing other characters, which is fun. Um, if you haven't seen uh, the TGS Yakuza conference that they did, uh, they got two of these guys to come up and they dressed like crazy old dudes in suits with aviator glasses on <laughs> and apparently just made a load of dirty jokes. Um, so post, to, to build on that, post-State of Play, uh, they did this Yakuza Summit and they showed off Yakuza 8 uh, which is now in the West, apparently called Like a Dragon 8. They're just renaming the series. And uh, Kiryu from the other older Yakuza games, who had been written out for all intents and purposes, is coming back. And then they did what I think is the ballsiest move I have ever seen. They were like, This is coming out in 2024. And then the guy on stage was like, But you're interested in how uh, Kiryu is back? Here's an entire game that explains that and it's out next year and it's called Like a Dragon, The Man Who Erased His Name. <laughs> um <laughs> and it's a whole story set during Yakuza 7 that connects six to eight.
2: And you're like, Jesus Christ, these people never stop. It's ridiculous. And I'm right thinking that eight is again turn based. Turn-based RPG. This, this man is a new name who forgot his name is back Man Who Forgot His Name. Man who, uh, man who raised, raised his, name. his name. Man who erased his name. That's like old school action Yakuza. Yes. Okay. Um,
1: and that they've said before that's their idea now, is that the mainline games will be turn-based RPGs and spin-offs will be old action, the old action style. Okay. Um, and, and where a- does
2: Judgment fit into all
1: that? Uh, <laughs> judgment is a spin-off action game. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I bet he
2: turns up in it as well. Oh, yeah. Whatever he's called. How long before we have like a like a Dragon fighting game with all these characters? Does that
1: not already exist?
2: I don't know. It probably does. I don't know. I,
1: there's, there's all these spin-offs this. that we never came out like. Yeah, I'm one of those people who came to Yakuza late, but mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm kind of increasingly intrigued by it. I've never finished one because they're oh, too and, fucking me long. Me neither, yeah. But I've every time so I start many. one, I'm like, this is great. <laughs>
2: I'm going to go and do karaoke for 12 hours. The last one was definitely the most fun I had. The turn-based added a lot to that game for me because the action is the one thing I didn't really enjoy. I like the setting and the humor and stuff, but. I like yeah.
1: the action in Zero. Mm. Judgment Paired it down a bit for me. Um, Eight is one of those ones where I did the mini game and completed the mini game after about ten you've hours. But you've already played eight. Seven <laughs> is the one where I did the mini game, and um, and yeah, I just played this mini game for ten hours, won it, and then went back into the main game. And I was like so unbelievably rich that I could buy pretty much anything I wanted in the entire game. It became really easy, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm bored. <laughs> so I just broke
2: the game for myself. Yeah. Well, going back to the state play, we did. They revealed Ishin and then they thought they were showing another Ishin trailer because they also showed Rise of the Ronin, which oh, yeah. <laughs> is a, a similar looking game, but this is from the Neo developers. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of people who have too many projects, they're making
1: Wolong, Wolong. and this at the yeah. same time.
2: <laughs> they bloody love it. Yeah. Um, this is again. I mean, Matt, you're probably more interested in this. Than Th- this me. was
0: my highlight, aside from God of War. This was my highlight yeah. of State of Play because
2: I really I love the style of it until I realised, oh, these are the guys who made Neo, that really hard game which I didn't enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not a Neo like Neo is the Souls-like style game that I've not really clicked with. Um, but I have faith that like at some point that you know formula that they have for it will be malleable enough to work My main thing is is this looks like what i think i wanted ghosts of tsushima to be mm. which is like more of a kind of like quote-unquote proper kind of swordsmanship game mm. that also has quite a lot of the it reminded me a lot of assassin's creed 2 partially just because there's a dude jumping off a building in a da vinci style right. flying suit i
1: also i love that moment where you're like Oh, he's diving in the sea. Oh, he's got wings. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I see what kind
0: of game this is. Um, but that idea of kind of like, you know, uh, an uh, I mean, open world souls likes are only recently a thing largely because of Elden Ring. The idea of kind of like more of a open world in the more traditional sense, mm-hmm. like actually a city to move around with that has an ongoing proper narrative rather than lore baked into the world all of that sort of stuff really i think is very encouraging but i just think it looks really fucking cool
1: i also i love the idea of a uh, like a proper what's it called is it the reconstruction era or the construction it, it's era it's the
0: shogunate versus the anti shogunate uh, right uh, yeah
1: but i love that shot of like the smug looking european slash american mm-hmm. dude yeah. and it's just like oh the baddies it's like yeah. the pocahontas <laughs> mm-hmm. baddies yeah like i'm i'm into that mm-hmm. i want to i want to kill some colonizers <laughs>
2: There we go. it's um, <laughs> gonna make a very bad joke there. Um Duality. <laughs> uh this the first minutes trailer got me intrigued because I'm now one of those people that says near automata is incredible mm-hmm. because I've now played it. Mm-hmm. Um the music was definitely uh riffing off of that. Yeah. Near automata, but with more mech sort of stuff. How sweaty under under the brow did this make you, <laughs> man? Under did, the
0: brow, under, yeah. Under. Uh, Why not? <laughs> those opening uh, minutes of the I'll trailer. I'll you were your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's not got a cannon on it the size of a cathedral, but yeah. Um, I, there was definitely something that I that kind of I really like things that have that uh, contrast between like the natural world and industry and mm. kind of thing. So that kind of like mech exploring forest kind of stuff. As the trailer went on, I sort of started to switch off to the point that I yeah. couldn't even tell you what happens in the latter half of that trailer. Oh, that, di- that
1: weird dude getting an electric shock and then going, that's the most exciting morning
2: I've had ever. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck is going on in here? Um, Did he have sweaty eyes? <laughs> Look like it. Like I think we can all agree. Sin Duality, that's a shit name. Terrible name. It? Mm. Uh,
1: yeah, it's Big one of those... Big Returnal
2: Engine. I'm not saying Returnal's a bad game by any stretch, but the name I still stand by, yeah. like, not good. Yeah, it was one of those trailers where... Same as both of you, I watched it and was like,
1: This looks interesting. And then the anime ghost appeared, mm-hmm. and I'm like, are mm. you doing this again? I had <laughs> a
2: similar reaction to
0: Stellar Blade as well. So, Stellar Blade, I was more into because okay. it's got that kind of absolute mad excess of Bayonetta. Mm. And you know, yeah. I'm not, you know, I will, I cannot claim to be a Bayonetta expert by any means, but. I love that kind of like bananas platinum energy that it's got. Just excess, isn't it? Yeah. Um, slightly egregious uh, female body characters aside, um, I think there's a lot kind of like to to like in that trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want point think... out
2: that that's not the thing to like because that made it sound like a lot. to Oh, like sorry. In that I mean,
0: aside from <laughs> aside from it. Oh dear. Um, although I do worry that that will like d- like. Degrade into absolute anime bullshit. Kind yeah. of like a good half an hour into it.
2: It's always the worry. You mm-hmm. never know which way it's going to tip. Stellar um, Blade. That's I think that's a slightly better name than Cinduality. It definitely is. I yeah.
1: mean, it's boring as far. It's the same as like Astral Chain and mm-hmm. Moonbreaker I like that and why well, all of these like cosmic names.
2: Mm-hmm. Just call it like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit killer. <laughs> Another game that has a I think that's a nice name. Pacific Drive. If someone said yeah. Pacific Drive. I'd been like, oh, that sounds like, like a lovely little like driving sim around mm. the Pacific Northwest, which is what it kind of is, but it's a survival horror driving <laughs> game? <laughs>
1: yeah, it seems to be a first-person driving game where pockets of the world around you become unknowable cosmic explosions. Mm. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on in it, but I thought it looked really cool, and I liked all the little computers he had in his estate car, Uh And I liked all the spookiness. And it doesn't look like it's going to, like, fuck you up in a jumpy way. Mm -hmm. It looks stressful. Atmospheric, Mm. yeah. It looks like things are going to cause problems around you. But it's not about, like, a spooky werewolf coming up and smashing your window. Um, I like that there was bits of getting out and walking around as well, because it feels like that will be a bit of... Oh my god, I have to run in here, grab some stuff, get back yeah. out before mm-hmm. something goes wrong. Like it just yeah, it looks like it has a really good rhythm too.
0: Did to me. either of you play? I think it was called Jalopy, which was a game about kind of being on a road trip and just keeping the car maintained. I never
1: played it, but I watched videos about it.
0: The idea of a horror-inflected version of that where it's like the car is the thing that's gonna get you through mm. this. If that's what it is, I think I'm definitely into the concept. Yeah.
1: I think it looks great as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really nice, like just erring off low poly but yeah. like cartoon inflected oh it just looks cool I'm really into it that was my that was my big one for that,
2: that was your, well I think that was your big one for then how excited are you for that Zelda game Joe oh tears the kingdom we didn't we got the title which I think everyone needed by now yeah we needed it
1: didn't uh, like
2: I can't say it was like bugging me I think that it's we a good name I like it um I think we needed the release date more, which we did get, which is yeah. May, which seems, I've, that feels like a good spot for it. And I, you know, I, I do be- think it's moving from there. I don't think they'd announce it. I bet it be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Six days after my birthday. That's oh, good. Oh, well, I love awesome. Everyone's in, remember, put, everyone know that down. Note, um, t-
1: Yeah, absolutely. Please do send me mm-hmm. special messages. We didn't really
2: see much new of the game. but
1: No, but they've officially confirmed that the flying bits are above the the open yes. world mm-hmm. so where there was some confusion about like is this a different character is this taking place mm-hmm. somewhere else they they seem to say no you are literally there's an open about world it. and there's a whole other open world above you which do you think that's why Skyward
0: sword came out the other year
1: possibly right mm-hmm. well and a lot of people are noting the similarities to a lot of twilight princess stuff yeah. in this as well like there's a lot of riffs that look a lot like twilight princess big rumors that that's going to get an hd release yeah. on switch as well mm-hmm. um so they're sort of pulling the lore together in interesting ways.
2: I am a bit worried That's that it's I like, might say, not run. Are you, <laughs> are you, I think everyone's, you know, no reason to doubt after Breath of the Wild, no reason to doubt they know what they're doing. Yeah. But Zelda hasn't always been 100%, you know, 10 out of 10 games every time. No. And if the ones these are riffing on are Twilight Princess and Sky Sword, not generally, maybe. The wow. most favoured in the it's series wrong about By some sort. But, but some, people, some yeah. people. Um
1: well, I I'm I'm more thinking on in terms of performance, I'm yeah. worried.
0: I even think that trailer looked and I don't know if it's just the way that Link is animated, but that trailer was choppy. Yeah. And if they announce that game alongside a update to the Switch that is immediately going in an Amazon cart and coming um, to it's,
2: me. It's long I been just... I mean, I know I'm not alone and being a revolution here. I've long thought when that game comes out, we're getting a new switch. I still, with-
1: I, I still, I have no reason. I have no inside information. Yeah, I'll put that out there. I, I am convinced. Yeah. that there will be a, mm-hmm. a switch to go along with this, or at least will no
0: one is coming. Yeah. Yeah. um, it's like the draw distances that will be required to have an open yeah. world that is set above High Rule. Yeah, yeah, is just it feels like it's not possible.
1: I'm sure there'll be. Um, some streaming bullshit going Mm -hmm. on. So it'll be like at a certain point, because we saw that stasis thing where he's holding onto a boulder and it's flying Mm -hmm. up. And I believe believe that's one means of getting up there. So I do wonder if there's an element of at a certain point you hit a cloud cover Yeah. and mm-hmm. when you get
2: above it it's like just a painting yeah, underneath mm-hmm. to it's almost like, like to all it, it looked like monochrome areas you think like the whole world below is monochrome like it's dying or something it wouldn't i mean it would be very
1: zeldery to mm-hmm. be like you're returning color to the world with music <laughs> um so i could see it um there's a lot of weird but bo- i i'm really enjoying how cryptic they're being mm-hmm. with all this and like just refusing to go Uh, Like, explain what's going on. There's this whole thing because obviously, lore has never mattered to Zelda at all before this point. And so, suddenly, we're in this new age where people actually give a shit about it. Uh, People have noticed that the sort of Ouroboros in the (laughs) logo Mm -hmm. looks exactly like these statues that were in the first game, which refer to like this dead barbarian culture that no one had ever seen called the Zorai. And then people are noticing Link's dressed like a barbarian like he's got mm-hmm. like sort of barbarianish clothes when he's got that weird long-haired yeah. look mm. and so now they're like is this like a Link ancestor from way mm-hmm. back when and he's a Zorai and all this stuff and you're like fucking hell they're really going all in on this I love it
0: I think the thing is is kind of like <clears throat> Uh, Breath of the Wild marked a real new kind of way of thinking for Zelda in so many different things, mm. and the fact that it has come out in an area where, in an era where Nintendo is gradually catching up to what modern day design thinking is, they've been able to stick by their guns for so long just because what they do is so good. Mm. But you know, the fact that this is a Zelda, you know, Breath of the Wild has towers and open world and stuff like that is very much modern day Zelda. Yeah. It does not surprise me at all if there's some level of Dark Souls-style lore in that you're yeah, yeah, yeah. looking at stones to try and figure out and piece together your own ancestry.
1: Well, because we're at the point where all these developers will have been... Influenced by, be-
0: influenced by that. Influenced by that stuff. grew playing this yeah, stuff. exactly.
1: Like, you know, you've probably got a whole swathe of Nintendo developers mm-hmm. on this game who 10 years ago, or however long Dark Souls
2: was ago were playing that, yeah. got jobs, and now they're like, fuck, I want to put some of that mm. stuff in mm. my game. Oh, the first half of next year is going to be good. We've got tons of games, like January to March, and then this at the end of it. It's not even like, it's, oh, it's all building up to that. Something we've been waiting even longer for than oh my God. a Breath of the Wild <laughs> sequel, Pikmin 4, which, according to Nintendo, was almost done seven years ago. Yeah, 2015. <laughs> before I joined IGN, yeah.
1: Luke Carmali of this office and this ex of this podcast wrote a story where shigeru miyamoto said the game is close to completion (laughs) pikmin 4 is close to completion and so during this shigeru miyamoto popped up (laughs) i was on we were doing like we do google calls to cover these for news and miyamoto popped up and he's like i'd like to talk about pikmin i was like oh my god he's gonna do it and then he started talking about pikmin bloom for ages (laughs) and i was losing my fucking mind (laughs) at one point i screamed you old bastard just announce it um (laughs) And then eventually they actually showed Pikmin 4. I'm like, finally, the curse is lifted. Don't, I don't have to write about how this game
2: is not coming you out. Got 20 seconds. You've got two shots of it. But that's all you need. No, it's
1: coming out and it's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to say that it's nearly done ever again
2: because they have to prove <laughs> that it's nearly done. I've never been a Pikmin person. Mm-hmm. Why should I be interested in this? Honestly, I'm not the biggest Pikmin
1: person (laughs) in the world. I just think they look really beautiful. Mm -hmm. They're very charming. Um, They're a weird... They're always a weird moment for Nintendo to show off, like, graphical chops in a way it never normally does. And I think that's Mm -hmm. kind of important for them to do. Um, It will always be... Like, invariably, Pikmin is the thing that stretches the console as far as it can go in terms of their visuals. If you look back over, like... Pikmin 3 almost undoubtedly is the best-looking Wii U game. Pikmin 1 was incredible for the GameCube. And so I think this will be a real interesting, like, this is them kind of flexing their muscles on Switch a bit, mm-hmm. even if it's been done since 2015. Um, and so I, I think it's just interesting from a Nintendo fan perspective as much as anything else. Slight tangent, by the way, if you're into Pikmin, if you haven't played Tiny Kin on, which is on Game Pass... It's really good! (laughs) we have been playing it this week. It's like Pikmin with no stress. Um, It's like Pikmin, but it's a puzzle game. It's really fucking good. Anyway, Pikmin 4 looks cool. I'm really happy that it's coming out, because, Jesus
2: Christ, it's so long coming. A a slight surprise. Uh, Yet another Fire Emblem. Not a surprise to be getting another Fire Emblem, but this soon, January. Well, the rumour is it's been done for months. Um, This is just classic Nintendo, like, making their shit and going or release it when it's ready. Fire Emblem Engage. I think we all enjoyed the last one Three Houses but also all agree that maybe the second half. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily shat the bed. That's maybe too harsh. No, it just but fell it flat. Just, it t- it yeah, just doesn't go anywhere, yeah. I think there was a lot of promise but it never I know a lot of people really love that game. So we're maybe in a minority on that. Well,
1: I think it was the moment Fire Emblem went actual mainstream. Yeah. And it was the point at which it started embracing other design ideas. This looks like it's going a similar direction. I fucking hate that lead character character design. I think the, the toothpaste boy. Yeah, like Pepsi Man. Um, <laughs> just I absolutely despise how he looks. Big stupid fucking clown with a sword. Um, <laughs> no, but, buy, no. Um, but I'm very happy with the idea of a new fire emblem that just builds on those ideas. I really liked that that 3D look with the sort of being able to zoom in and see the battles a little bit. Um, And it just feels like they're going to, this is, they did, they did a similar thing with Awakening and then they made Fate and whatever. And they did like the Pokemon thing where they had two different versions of the same game. Um, And this feels like a similar moment where they're like, we've got the foundations, we'll just Mm -hmm. build another one quickly and then we'll work on the next thing. Um, And yeah, I'm into that. I just wish the character didn't look like a Mm -hmm. stupid
2: bastard i never played awakening that's the one i always hit is is the one i just i was waiting for them to put that on switch but they never have no
1: and awakening is also the one where the second half is absolutely banging Mm -hmm. like really good um so hopefully get a bit of that back Mm -hmm.
2: um a lot of people excited by the return of goldeneye i can't say i'm one of them i feel like that's one where if you grew up with it you Mm. you really want it back but i only really what i've I played GoldenEye a few years ago, and I was like, this is unplayable. Well,
1: if they had... I mean, Matt's written a good primer on this, because the situation with GoldenEye re-releases are absolutely insane. Just to concentrate on the Nintendo one for a moment, they haven't specifically said it, but the Xbox version does have dual analog stick control. If they do that in the Nintendo one, I will verily have... Verily? (laughs) I will happily play uh, through the campaign again, and just... Do that for the first time in many years, and then just stop. I'm not interested in the multiplayer; it's not going to do anything for me at this point. Um, but just that little nostalgia hit of doing the dam and all that stuff again, facility. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd be into that. I'm ready. But
0: you do that on Switch rather than Xbox. Mm. You'd subscribe to Switch Online to get that version.
1: Yeah, there's something about the portability of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see myself sitting down and playing through the campaign. On my TV, mm.
2: but I can see being on a train being like just bang mm-hmm. out a little yeah. bit of it. I mean, and also as we, we haven't really discussed, if you did play on Xbox, you you would only be playing it alone. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> because online is only in the Nintendo version. Yeah,
0: and also there's there's a lot of weird because they've not obviously it's it's effectively it's a press release that we've got at mm. the moment. For what this is, if it's on Nintendo Switch Online that means it is like an emulated streamed version? Is that how the Nintendo stuff works? I know it's emulated. But it's emulated. The thing is, is the fact that it's emulated and they've somehow put an online version of multiplayer into an emulation.
1: Well, this is what they've done with other... So other N64 Mm -hmm. games with multiplayer also have online stuff. So that seems to be a function of playing anything with multiplayer yeah, mm-hmm. through the switch emulator like that's just how they've built that emulator. but but
0: does it work what is the consensus with those other games don't
1: know ham played it yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah
0: it seems like it's it's another hoop to jump through for I mean,
1: yeah we all know <laughs> how nintendo's <laughs> online stuff tends to go um even the stuff that works is a bit bullshit
2: splatoon um so yeah we'll wait and see yeah mm. i think that's everything we're gonna cover from nintendo we move forward to Yubi forward, and if you like Assassin's Creed, they add some stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, you're the current expert in the room on everything Assassin's Creed. First up, let's talk about Mirage, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people are very excited for because it looks like a return to classic Assassin's Creed.
0: It is. It's so it is the 15th anniversary of Assassin's Creed, um, and so Mirage is kind of like a like a victory lap, I guess, for the for the series. And because of that, it obviously is going back to what that series originally was, which were, you know, they call them action adventure games. I don't really know what you called something that's like that. But the distinction is it's it's that sort of game that Assassin's Creed used to be rather than the Witcher inspired RPGs that they are today.
1: Open world stealth action. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess so. Um, so it is effectively it's a linear game it still has that thing where kind of like you'll get like four different icons on the map which is like character a character b and character c have got missions for you mm-hmm. which one do you want to do but it's not valhalla style like the 60 people yeah, that you could like, go yeah, and leveling up yeah G, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of story is important to it you play basim who if you haven't played valhalla was a character that was introduced in valhalla um you play 20 years before the events of mm-hmm. valhalla you're playing a younger basim on his kind of rise from being a street thief in baghdad up to becoming a master assassin basically um and yeah it's kind of like it's set in baghdad baghdad split into four districts it's very much that classic city set assassin's creed mm. they've got they've built this thing called black box black Box missions which also are they're
1: actually making good hitman manny style assassinations yeah
0: yeah they're kind of bringing back that it's been a while since um you know kind of in valhalla yes you have assassination missions but they are they tend to be done through its version of like the cult of cosmos right mm-hmm. and the ones that are in the story are big story moments rather than a specific mission set around that assassination mm-hmm. whereas that's what they're doing they said that there's going to be kind of like opportunities there which I assume will be a little bit like in Assassin's Creed Unity when you go into an assassination mission it'd be like do you want to sneak in through this door you're going to need to find a key for that or you can just burst in through the front doors and and kick their ass
1: I feel like Unity upset people because it wasn't open enough Mm mm-hmm can't remember what Syndicate's assassinations were like. I um, can't remember almost anything about
0: Syndicate's Syndicate. Uh, s- syndicate. Right. <laughs> yeah. syndicate kind of um didn't have that like hitman style mm. um assassination stuff. It, like Syndicate was much more just it was black flag but set in London. I basically. did like you
2: had a train as a base. Yeah. That yeah. was good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually like Syndicate, I'm a I'm an apologist. Fight for it. For, for
2: you too far, I like the bit with Jack <laughs> the Ripper, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um it's almost like not only is this as close as you're gonna to get to the original Assassin's Creed again. It's almost as close as you're probably gonna to get to a new Prince of Persia game anytime soon. <laughs>
0: yeah, probably. Kind of that that, you know, kind of Baghdad setting does evoke all of that, both the original Assassin's mm. Creed and its roots in Prince of Persia. Um, you know, I think it is is a very, very cool place to, you know, Baghdad at like essentially its heights as mm-hmm. this kind of incredible cultural kind of like hub. I think it sounds a really cool idea. You know, I don't I don't sit here crying about the old days of Assassin's Creed like some fans do. I really do. like the new ones. <laughs> yeah, I really like the new ones as well. Um, but I do like the idea of returning to that. Like, it's, if it's been offered to me, absolutely, mm. I will do it. And as a stealth fan, I like the idea that this is one that is being built with... The, the locations are built with stealth hiding places. Yeah. The parkour routes are designed to lead you into cool, like, rooftop assassination areas mm-hmm. or places to hide. It's got stuff that... Really, it's. I caught. I haven't obviously seen this game because all they've showed us is a CGI trailer and they showed me about six screenshots of it. But I get the impression it's almost like a soft remake of that first game. Mm -hmm. It's not the same story, it's not the same characters. But it's built on the original three gameplay pillars that that original game was built on. It's the spirit of like Patrice Delacette's Assassin's Creed, but with all of the learnings of 15 years of this franchise.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's also nice. It's the first time in like two years that it feels like Ubisoft's come out with something where you're like, oh, they're trying something.
0: And yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. look shit.
2: Well, <laughs> like... the good thing is, even if you're a fan of newer Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed, they're kind of giving you everything now. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not in the same game, they're splitting it up. So. Assassin's Creed Infinity, we now know what that is. It's basically a hub for future games beyond Mirage, right?
0: Yeah, yep. so Mirage, well, so Assassin's Creed <laughs> Infinity will eventually have all games in yeah. it. I so I'd imagine Mirage will be put in because they're designed to it's designed to link the past and future of Assassin's Creed, but it starts with what they call Code Name Red, mm-hmm. which is the one that everyone's been asking for. It is a feudal Japan set shinobi Assassin's Creed. Um, it's an RPG like you know Origins, Valhalla is, um, and that's all we know about it. Is, is is that it? But like the you know the little teaser they showed is a Shinobi jumping onto a pitch mm-hmm. roof, and and beyond
2: that they also teased Hex, Hexe, Hex Is it actually pronounced Hexe? Hexe, yes. Wow, mm-hmm.
0: um, <laughs> and that's all witchy from what we. Well, Hexe is German for witch, isn't it? Yeah. You would you you're the German speaker in the room. <laughs>
2: I'm not fluent. I don't right. often speak about witches, to be mm-hmm. fair, in German. But um, I like the sound of that one. I am kind of, I do like the sound of Red as well, but I think as a lot of people will have thought recently, Ghost Tsushima did do that setting quite well. I do think this could be a different part of
0: Japan. This could be much more city-based mm-hmm. than Ghost of Tsushima ever did. I do imagine so. It's also important to point out that Red is an RPG. Hexay is not. Very oh, specifically... They've said that this is a different game. And when I spoke to Mark Alexi Cote, who is the project leader for Assassin's Creed, he was like, I'm telling you now, it's not an RPG. I'm not telling you what it is, but it is something different. Card collecting. Well, so then I asked him, um, I was like, well... Clint Hawking is directing this. Clint Hawking known for Far Cry 2. Uh, I thought he was doing Red. No, no, no. That's the guy oh, that was he the was doing Jonathan Durmont, who is the guy that um was the lead oh, got on it. Okay, now I'm, Odyssey now I'm and um Immortals. So mm-hmm. that's Red. Clint Hawking is Hexe, And I asked him kind of like, you know, have you hired him for this because he's a systemic guy, mm-hmm. right? And like it wasn't a case of him saying, yes, expect a very systems heavy Assassin's Creed which You know, saying that Assassin's Creed already is kind of systems heavy. But he was like, the whole idea of the Infinity Project is that we can draw our creative directors from anywhere across the world. They don't have to be in the lead studio Mm. because there's not a lead studio anymore. So at the moment, the quote unquote lead is sort of um, Quebec, which is where Red is. But Clint is working out of Montreal and he will have a completely different team. The idea is is to kind of pull resources and pick what they need from, what if they got like 70 studios across the world? Infinity kind of doesn't see it as having individual lead studios. And so that suggests to me that they pick the right person mm. for the right job based on completely different styles what, of I'm games. i
2: thinking what that could be. I mean, it could just be a stealth action game like many yeah, yeah, yeah. others. I mean, that's where his spent, that's, you know, he, he knows how to do that as I well. I mean,
0: he made one of the best Splint oh, Cell yeah. games ever made,
2: right? But I'm just imagining now, like there's some sort of like, I don't know. Like you had the um, what they called the cult of cosmos, but something mm-hmm. to do with witches. With that, or well,
0: like like a coven of yeah. So
1: so the the I think le- it would be uh, it would be pretty wild if you were on the side of hunting.
2: Well, that's why I think it's, <laughs> you wouldn't be a witch finder, would you? That would, yeah. no, I don't think that would be right. It'd It'd be it,
1: pretty Templar activity.
0: Yeah, what we what we do. Well, I mean, we've played as Templars before in Assassin's Creed, like Rogue. Yeah, but he, you know, he yeah. wasn't like mm-hmm. fucking
1: <laughs> <laughs> killing. <laughs> true, killing innocent women. <laughs>
0: But the the leading theory at the moment is is that uh, Hexe will be set on the backdrop of the Thirty Years' War, which had its own witch hunts that were happening mm-hmm. in Europe. Um, so we shall see. But what we do know is is that kind of like the logo for it is the pagan-styled Assassin's logo yeah. made out of twigs on a mm-hmm. seven-pointed star with loads of runes in it.
2: I'm, I'm interested in that one. Imagine.
0: It's a while away. Witch though,
2: revenge though. game.
0: Ooh.
1: You're part. Do you think you'll be actually using like magic? They should go full. I mean, you'll definitely get some sort of
2: bullshit apple of Eden magic yeah. at some yeah. point during it. Um, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to all of those actually, but I think, I think that is the one that's got me intrigued the most. I'm just intrigued. Anything with Hawking yeah. at this mm-hmm. point, you just like even Watch Dogs Legion, that, which wasn't a full success, was interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, frankly, Assassin's Creed is is a, a formula-based game. So anytime they break that formula, it's a good thing. Like, they can mess
0: with it. And this is the interesting thing about Infinity. The the big aim of it is kind of like, yes, it's this kind of hub that will link everything together. But the idea is is that those those items that it is linking together, they want more variety in it. So Mirage, it should be pointed out, is much shorter than Assassin's Creed games have been recently. Mirage is probably going to be about 20 hours long. They said to think of something more in line of what those original games were and it retails at least in american money at 50 bucks which means it's probably going to be what like 45 50 quid over yeah. here rather than 70 dollars, 70 quid which is what they've said a lot of their big flagship games are going to be and infinity is designed as this idea that like it can have lots of different types of assassin's creed in it so i think the fact that its first two main games is one is an rpg and one is definitely a different thing is supposed to be like hey, here's a demonstration that you shouldn't expect every Assassin's Creed to be a 150-hour RPG. And I think lots of it might be stuff like what they've done with Valhalla, where there's like a roguelike that's now in Valhalla that they dropped for free. Mm. Um, some of it was story bits. Some of it was like a you know kind of mythology-based expansion that was basically an own, its own game, right? That was 30 hours long. I think Infinity is designed to mix up what Assassin's Creed can be. Mm-hmm. And we'll also include multiplayer. That was their other thing. Oh right?
2: yeah, there we go. If Assassin's Creed is trying to do new stuff and different stuff and stuff, I'm excited for. I tell, I'm, I don't want to, you know, before it's arrived. I don't want to <laughs> say it's dead on arrival. But nothing like I'm struggling to get all that. That's for skull and port,
0: and bones. hasn't it? Skull and bones. I has.
2: just Skull and, I. It's not for me. It's just who's, for who me. is
0: it for? No, one. I don't know.
2: I like. <sighs> I, just, I don't want to be too down next. It's not out. I haven't played it, but I don't know. <laughs> Anyone got anything positive to say about Skull and Bones? No. Uh, just feels, feels weird, bad. doesn't it?
0: It, it yeah. feels like... It's coming
2: like... out, what, three days before God of War? Yeah, a good spot something like that. Is it?
0: Um, <laughs> I, think, I don't know if I've said it before on the podcast, but it's what I say to everybody I speak to about it is it looks like half a game. It looks like, and I understand that they're not making Black Flag 2, and I don't necessarily want it to be Black Flag 2. I like the idea of it being like this co-op kind of open world sort of go around and make your life as a pirate. The idea of something maybe a bit more structured than Sea of Thieves. But for that to happen... I need to be a pirate that goes around and hops off on islands and explores mm-hmm. different port towns. I don't want to play as a boat. Yeah, yeah. Like, you need that fantasy know. of going about and having, like, the cutlass fights yeah. on, on the deck of someone else's boat. I, and I
2: literally cannot think of a more wooden protagonist than a giant ship. <laughs> nice. Nice. Mm. Bit scathing, maybe, but I don't know. I don't want to play as a boat. What, That's like,
1: the most mournful thing I've ever heard you say.
2: It just looks like sea of thieves without any other charm <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and that's not yeah. really what i want because the one thing that carries me through sea of thieves is that it has quite a bit of charm to the, it.
1: the thing that could get me uh, this is my positive thing to say let's do it. it they've said you can get a fleet right mm-hmm. that's that's the one if it is the point at which it becomes more like a fleet management yeah mm. i'm into that idea that's what's not in anything
0: since Sid Meier's Pirates yeah. my worry is is that when they say you can have a fleet it just means that you've got loads of boats in the harbour and you choose which one you go out on oh no Like I have no idea what it is and also it could be like I think Assassin's Creed 3 has it where it's like you have like a mini game where it's like you send your boats out and then yeah. it's like no I don't want that shit Yeah, but but yeah the idea of sailing around that you have a formation of ships yeah, around you there's a bunch of people mm-hmm. and you
2: go in like a big army Yeah, into sadly that. that's I don't think that's what's going to happen Oh, well. That's the hope. But God, does it, Assassin's Creed. Let's go back and <laughs> um, Joe, you put down here for TGS, Yakuza shit. Have we already covered the We've Yakuza covered shit? we covered all the Yakuza shit. Uh, there might be more TGS stuff, but we're recording this, just so you know, on Thursday afternoon. So if there's something we miss, it's always next week. Isn't Shut it? up. D23, that also happened. Disney thought, why don't we splurge everything we got? <laughs> again. Again. Um, let's pick out some of the stuff from that, because, again, there was lots. I'm going to kick it off. Inside Out 2. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see that. No. i think in <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kind of with Matt okay. on this. It was, I, that's a perfect standalone film. Stop making oh, Okay, I thought you were going to say as if you didn't like Inside no. Out.
1: Inside Out is amazing.
0: Yeah. I, I'd watch more. I, I think can, there's more. I, I you know, to, to parrot an argument that has been around since the day this kind of started yeah. off. Like, the thing I love about Pixar is that they are... It's it's a new creation every time. But,
2: Toy Story have never let yeah, me down. I
0: know that, but Toy Story almost feels like it stands alone within um, Pixar and that it felt like they had an arc to run That's through fair. those films. None of the, like, Cars is the clear indicator yeah, that Pixar's University shouldn't, yeah. wasn't
2: great. Incredibles 2 was okay, I
0: thought. Yeah, but it was okay, but it was completely unnecessary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It's fair. I don't know. Funny I think dory. there's more. <laughs> Let's I think pick there's the more with. Character. Inside out. Too. I think there is more to that because you can. There'll be a people who watch that when they were the age of the child, and that have grown up to be the age that I presumably this. You could say sequel. that by any sequel, but I feel like in, Inside Out two, out of all the stuff they have made, like I wouldn't want. To, I really like Soul. I wouldn't want a Soul two, Turning Red two. Don't need a Turning Red two. I think this one, I can see why
0: they'd revisit. I understand your argument. Mm-hmm. I don't stand by it. Yeah.
2: Do you want more Bing Bong?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um...
2: Another... Okay, this is the one I thought was needless. Mufasa. Yeah. Okay, it's not... How how is Barry Jenkins... This is my point. (laughs) I'm not against, in general, this film existing and being a thing. And fair enough, maybe he really loves The Lion King and he wants to make this. Mm. Barry Jenkins... Barry Jenkins direct- loving the live-action Lion King so much. We well, might love Oscar Mufasa. winning. I don't know. This is the man who made... Best picture winning. He directed Moonlight, one of the best films of the last, what, 10, 20 years? <laughs> it does seem like a bit of a waste, a bit <laughs> Of, what, three years of his life? Yeah. It could be fucking incredible.
1: <laughs> but it's not going
2: to be, though, is it?
1: It's just the last <laughs> one wasn't
2: very good. When I first saw it, they were like, Mufasa, I was like... Oh, Jean-Pathreau's doing another one of those. But then, yeah, Barry Jenkins. Yeah. That's C-Mart. It's like, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson is making Tinkerbell. <laughs> I'd be about like, why? To be fair. I'd to watch it. Imagine <laughs> how good that film would be. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, imagine yeah. the needle drops. It would be incredible. Yeah, Mufasa. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Um, let's move on. Mandalorian Season 3 looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Um, am as long as it's not Boba Fett, I'm yeah, fine yeah. with it. We didn't see him once, so that's good. It looks good. like we're yeah. off-planet. Didn't see Tatooine once, I think. Oh, it'll be there 300 <laughs> times, don't worry about it. <laughs> I was into that. It looked like it was taking a, similar to what the trailers for Andor have been doing, a bit more of a darker tone, which I'm mm-hmm. kind of into as Star Wars There's at the moment.
0: Also, the, the, the idea of this season, right, is that it, it deals with the repercussions of the big decision that, mm. if I remember rightly, he made in Book of Boba Fett. No,
2: that was the end of Mandalorian Season Was that season the end two. of Mandalorian Season 2? Oh, just two? a minute. Mm. No, I end of Mandalorian he made a, well, he Season 2 With Where's d- um, Luke? Yeah. Yeah, but he made the decision to give him, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, but then... But then he makes the decision to take him back. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the exact opposite, <laughs> yeah, <actually>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot that was in Book of Boba Fett, which...
0: It's weird oh. that, like, two episodes of Book of Boba Fett are just, like, the the epilogue to the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Our two.
2: essential
1: viewing yeah. for this show, then mm. the I'm rest of it about. is moped toilet water
2: <laughs> programming. I, I'm still not, uh, you know, I'm not over baby Odie at Grogu. I'm still, I'm still a, I still. So I, I am, feel like Grogu's they're great. making
0: him actually an important character. It's not like he's sideshow Bob. <laughs> 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 It'd be amazing if he if was voiced he by Kelsey
1: Grammar. Gras- <laughs> <laughs>
2: get that going it does <laughs> and
1: scramble do
2: you think you will speak at some point
1: yeah and it'll be Kelsey grammar. <laughs> we know
2: it has incredible. to be incredible oh my god oh, I can't wait for that now <laughs> that's now my most anticipated thing um I Like look of Secret Invasion as well
0: from Marvel. I haven't watched the trailer yet because uh, it was on while I was writing another uh, news story. So does it tell me if it looks good or not? It looks like good. It? Yeah, good. it looks good.
2: Um, it looks like a, a kind of Winter Soldierist vibes to okay. it. Quite spy thriller,
1: and it looks way more expensive than the other MCU oh, nice. shows so far. Like it was a. It looks like a lot classier of production. Uh,
0: Is this the one that like should have been a movie, but maybe the plot's too complex to fit into hours? Like so so. we only.
2: As we, I think we talked about recently, Secret Invasion, a lot about about um, Scrolls mm-hmm. pretending to be uh, heroes. heroes. Oh, the bet. only hero we really see in that is War Machine is. Um, what's Giddle. his name? Giddle's, uh Cheetle's. Mm. Rodi. So everyone's theory now is like, well, he must be a Scroll, because <laughs> <laughs> he's the only hero mm-hmm. in it. I, I still
1: wonder if this is actually going to be a Scroll invasion, mm. or if that's them playing with. It's just... a
2: Secret Invasion in our minds. They're planting They're an planted. idea. They're yeah.
1: Um, I'm interested in it because there's there is no indication during it mm-hmm. that
0: they're hunting scrolls. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is the scrolls in the MCU have almost been set up as sympathetic, kind of like mm. they were fleeing from war, right? Yeah. But I think it does show evil scrolls in this. Okay,
2: does it? I thought we did. I thought there was a nasty Are looking they bastard, not angry scrolls <laughs> Which could be good guys. We just don't. I'm know. I'm fully ready for
1: people to to batter me for this. Yeah. But I definitely came out of it being like, I don't
2: feel like I've definitively been told yeah. that this is about them. No, that's fair, and I think that's what so much of the... Well, we've we've said this point to death, I think. We know what's coming, whereas mm. this, first time in a while, maybe we don't know exactly what this is. Yeah. And that, I think that. that's what's intriguing. More Samuel Jackson's always welcome. As, mm-hmm. as is well. being able to say the name, Kobe Smulders. <laughs> yes. Which is the best name. And I just, I just like Ben Mendelsohn when he's being a bit oh, yeah. weird and... Horrible, just love like Ben. Yeah, um, Indiana Jones 5. We haven't really seen anything of it yet. Oh, we've seen that beautiful picture
1: of short round and Harrison no. Ford.
2: Oh, god, what a picture! Um, I don't know, obviously, we haven't seen any of it. The impressions people gave of it were like, This looks, she looks good. Yeah, but we thought that about Kristen Harrison Scout. Ford. Like, he's not the most normally the most like emotive man, he's not normally someone who's like, Yeah, the film he made is great, but. He seemed like genuinely moved, and like yeah. this, he, believing this is great. Mm-hmm. I, I, I trust him. Is it, is it Mangold? Yeah, yeah. That's,
0: He's good. That's not
2: bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we've got. I mean if he did what well, he did Logan, right? Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. if he does a similar thing that he did with Logan, like old man Indy. Oh my if Indy dies
0: of old age. <laughs> I think I think Indiana Jones may well die in this yeah. film. Yeah. Um You've got to find uh, like it's a very not Disney, but you've got to find a way to finish that yeah. whole series with or, some retires, sort of grace. or
2: something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he stops. Um but yeah, I'm just I think there was two notes like I saw we made from the trailer, which was like, um, wasn't Mads Milkerson is walking in a Nazi uniform yeah. mm-hmm. and Indiana Jones is riding a horse through New York. And I was like, I'm in. Good. <laughs> Apparently
0: <laughs> John Reese davis is back as well.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. And Salah's in it. I am mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. I know we were burnt
0: by Crystal Skull. I'm just... I <laughs> burnt is putting it lightly. Yeah. It's like I'm Supernova. Cautiously, fucking
2: fridge bombed. <laughs> I'm Cautiously optimistic because people probably said this before the last one. I don't remember. I wasn't working in, in media when the last one came out. Like... I don't think Harrison Ford, after seeing that one, would have made this unless he genuinely thought it was going to be good. He doesn't make fucking anything. So, mm. that's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'll I, know, always love Indiana Jones, so bring it on. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what else looks great? Werewolf by Night. Yes. Yeah. That looked really good. Directed by Jackers.
0: I know. <laughs>
2: Jackers um, jumping in the Michael chair. Michael Giacchino, composer. Is that in? mean? I can't think of many other composers anywhere that, like, no, there's probably people who that have also made mm-hmm. films. But, like, Hans Zimmer's not directed anything that I know of. No, he's too busy yeah. making crazy faces while he <laughs> plays guitar. Yeah. Um, um, this looks
0: really cool. Nice yeah. little Halloween treat coming out in a few weeks. What <laughs> a great idea. I, uh, and this is what I want from Marvel. This is the level of creativity that I've been banging on. That like yeah. This is what Marvel was made for. And also
1: could be absolute shite yeah. but at least they tried something yeah, yeah. unlike a lot of the stuff they've been mm-hmm. making um i just i was so impressed by the thing also the fact that it has a specific special presentation brand mm-hmm. implies we're gonna give this a go yeah like we're gonna try out this stuff mm-hmm. um and i'd be imagine if like another halloween one was a proper like 70s creature feature yeah. and like oh
2: there's just so much opportunity to mess with those weirder corners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks great. I'm into that. Can't wait for that one. Let's go into the games they announced or revealed or even talked about at D23. Amy Hennig's working on another game, will this one come out? <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool concept, but I still I'm still quite confused by parts of it. It's a four-player Co-op game, right? Is what they've said. I don't think it is. I think it's That's a that... single player, isn't it? I, I thought it was for. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Well, we've fucked it. Uh, there's four characters. There's four characters. There's, four characters. there's, there's mm-hmm. Cap. Yeah. Um. Black, Black Panther. Panther. Granddad. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but then also just a soldier. <laughs> yeah. There's, well, he's one of the
0: Howling Commandos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's and then, he called? Uh, wait. It's not doodong do Oh, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, Dum Dum Dugan, isn't it? Dum Dum Dugan. And a Wakandan
2: warrior, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Those are the four. Mm-hmm. And it's, okay, so set it's during like, World War II.
1: And the Wakandan warrior is like the head
2: of the Wakandan spy yeah. service. So that I was mean. my thing. If it is a four-player cop, I was like, I,
0: like, like, I want to be Black Panther and say I'll be the soldier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a single... I'm sure they've said it's a single Maybe I'm game. sorry. Maybe I'll look I'm it up in there. the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we, this, we can't do research. all these. how yeah, many things there We can't know everything. Mm. Um, that's all we know. And we just have to put our faith in that Amy Hennig
0: knows what she's
2: doing, which she but the tends thing is, to. is, like,
0: Uncharted is her kind of, yeah. like, not bread and butter, but that's what, like, her, her name for. is built around that, right? That kind of 1940 setting with those characters feels like it fits so well. Almost like the, an Indiana um, Jones. Yeah, yeah, it fits that framework so well. You can just imagine the idea of kind of, like, you know, Black Panther kind of leaping over kind of like Nazi trucks and stuff like that while Cap kind of does a slide under them. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this, we didn't
2: even get a name for it. This is probably no. years away.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, all we got basically was key art. And those, sh- those characters were in shadow. You don't even get to see those mm-hmm. characters like costume designs. Yeah, I'm into it. We found out, Joe.
1: Yeah. Uh, they don't seem to have said either way, but they've called it a cinematic action game. Um, and it's apparently structured like a TV series. So I guess it would make sense to me that you would have episodes where you play as those different characters. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm super into it because I think you could have loads of fun with the presentation. Like you can have proper like gung-ho Uncle Sam, Mm -hmm. Captain America messing about. Like, I just... I've I've been rewatching loads of the early Marvel movies recently and I forgot... Well, no, I didn't forget. I realised I actually liked the first Captain America way more than I thought I did. Mm -hmm. And part of that is just how much it messes with being a World War II thing Mm -hmm. and, like, playing with your expectations a bit. Some of it is the war movie you think it's going to be. Some of it's making fun of what that was. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think, like, there's so much space to mess with that stuff. And when you throw Wakanda into that and have, like... There's a real fun alternate history stuff to be played with by having a completely fictional mm-hmm. uh, nation involved in World War II. Like, there's so much, there's so much to mess with. Yeah. Mm. It's based on a comic book run, right? I don't actually know. I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh god, but more stuff we don't yeah. know. We can't I'm know pretty, everything. Pretty, I think we do a pretty good job. Stop saying we can't know everything because people will think we know nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> we know a lot, not enough. I'm pretty sure it is based on an existing right. comic book mm-hmm. run, and it makes me want to go and read that
0: because yeah. that sounds fun. The thing Mm -hmm. that I love about that idea is, is, well, it's that, you know, those comics, like, I can't remember what they were called, but they were World War II comics for, like, little boys. Mm. And that kind of, like, sense of kind of adventure-style war stories rather than what we're used to now as in the horrors of war. And, you know, I'm not saying that, that, that. It's propaganda is what I'm saying. Yeah. But, like... It does make for fun mm-hmm. war stories. You see and if Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the best propaganda I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: Probably bat a Red Skull in the face at some point. That'd be nice, mm-hmm. oh. But that kind of vibe, that kind of like, hey-ho, boys, we're off to hit the Nazis in the face. Oh, my
1: God. Imagine if you beat up Hitler in it. How get... good would it be if you beat up Hitler
2: in this game? we
1: <laughs> would <laughs> be cool as fuck.
2: There we go. Uh, nothing more to say than that, really. Looking forward to that one. I've put down Marvel Snap... Not because I'm necessarily really excited for it, but I fear, for my own health, that if I try it, it may take over.
1: Is it weird to call your card game Snap? Because it does <laughs> yeah. imply
2: that what you're going to be doing is going... Is playing Snap. Captain America? I mean, Captain no, America Snap! i <laughs> no, obviously going off the Thanos thing, I imagine. Um, presumably? Yeah. Um, to me, it looks like Hearthstone, but with Marvel cards, and that's what's dangerous to me. Yeah. <laughs> that this could be something that would take over. Money, money, money. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can bring myself to... And it, Hopefully I'll be too busy to even give it a chance. <laughs> it is the creative director of Hearthstone making mm-hmm. it, so yeah. it's uh, it bodes bad for me it. look looked very stylish, the way you're putting down cards. It mm. did look very good. <laughs> oh, stylish cards. Mm. Are you at all intrigued on this stuff? You like a bit of cards.
0: I do, but I also think, like, there's only one of these games for me at the moment, which is Moonbreaker. Mm. Like, you know, I literally played seven hours of it on its free weekends, you know, like in a day, basically. So oh, I'll be busy that. there. Oh, that's
2: good shit. Go. Um, play
1: Moonbreaker, make it big. Mm-hmm.
2: It's not even out in two weeks, not In a week? It? Soon.
1: Oh, you can play it for free this weekend on yeah, Steam. If, 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 you if can if probably sign By up. the time this is out, probably you can download for the free weekend because it mm. came out quite early last week. Yeah. I thought you had to sign up for it, though. Is no, you always... just go on Steam and press Request Access. Oh, and it and gives it And it then you get it.
2: Oh, we did on last weekend. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Because do you know what I was doing? I had a week off last week. I got sucked in by Dreamlight Valley, didn't I? <laughs> did you? <laughs> I played that probably 15 hours of that.
0: Absolutely I was, 23 My head. week off
2: last week was... Watching three and a half seasons of Better Call Saul, so I'm finally getting around to that and playing mm-hmm. Dreamlight Valley in the background. Right, I don't
0: want to be disparaging, but oh, I, have, please no, do. I have no fucking clue what this game yeah. is. And all I can say is it just looks like the Barbie games that my sister played. It's a bit mum. <laughs> it's Animal Crossing, but with Disney characters. Right.
2: It's basically I'm that. out. But so with more of a story, you given tasks to do. Those tasks are repetitive and dull, but I it's good you to made do in the background. S- a sexy little avatar. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have much choice, to be fair. But all the <laughs> avatars are, are sexy.
0: Yeah, why yeah. Are the
2: Disney character, Disney avatars. So I've fit? got, to, I've got to impress uh, Moana.
1: Why do I want to? <laughs> why do I want to want to court all the avatars that, <laughs> that
2: Disney make? I've, I've stopped playing it now. It's just that was one well, week off. I was like, do you know, what? This is a good little podcast game time in the background or like Battle Call or game. <laughs> I was, I was maybe just watching Battle Saul and then occasionally picking some herbs with Wally. Um, but uh, it's it's absolute six or seven out of ten. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's fine. But. I'll add in Toy Story soon, which could bring me back in. Because <gasps> I could get Woody. Oh, if Mr. Prickle Pants is fucking in that game. <laughs> that's I mean. it, I'm done. I'm done if that happens. But are done! Yeah. It's uh, free on Game Pass, so check it out if you want. Yeah, Dreamlight Valley. That's that was my week off. Fantastic. I think that's everything we were gonna go through. Oh my we, did we gosh. miss it? Is there any I don't think there's anything? Right, like we've been
1: exhaustive.
2: Yeah. I there's think, that Tron game.
1: Uh, hey. Yeah. It's like a Tron. Narrative game, isn't it? I don't really yeah. think of Tron
2: being very narrative heavy. I didn't know that many. I've, when that was announced, a lot of people I didn't know were like, "Tron Legacy is one of the best films I've ever seen." I'm like, really? People like Tron Legacy. I man. think it's fine. I fit perfectly fine. It's because of that song,
1: Drezd. That's <laughs> it. Everyone loved Derezzed. Yeah. and we're have like, they... "I love Tron Legacy now." Mm,
2: Young yeah. Bridges. Yeah, have they have they seen his face in that recently? <laughs> <laughs> Young Bridges. Yeah, I like the original Tron quite a bit. Um, yeah, there you go. Get yeah, some some feedback when well, there's no end of search this week because we had frankly too much to speak about, and I don't even know how long we're running for. I thought well, I we can't know everything. Hour. Oh God, <laughs> it's simply impossible to know everything. So what do Catchphrase? Yeah, sweet keisha has gone. Um, we've got six pieces of feedback here. I I uh, put a little call just like you know. It's been a week full of announcements. What mm. was the one thing? That caught your eye and why, and we've got a few of these. And the first one you've got is oh, Joe, and Joe's loading the dock on his phone. I can't phone, find it, doing a little bit of filling for him. Keep filling, keep Here we filling. Go. It's from Phil, so that's a lovely segue. Podcast 662.
1: This is from Phil Mansfield. He says, My lovely IGN UK crew. Ooh. That sounds like we're a bunch of um, like dolls from the 90s. <laughs> My lovely IGN UK crew. <laughs> I am most excited about the reveal of Tales of Symphonia Remaster. While the Gamecube wasn't well known for JRPGs, especially given the fact that the PS2 was an absolute juggernaut in this category, they did have TOS. Terms it's, of service. <laughs> exactly. It's widely considered one of the best in the series and console generation, and I can't wait for others to experience the twists and turns that the story offers. Not one I've ever played. I've never played any Tales of games.
2: Me, but I do know this one in particular. People do enjoy, and people really favorite. enjoyed that Tales of Arise.
1: Mm. Um, something about the name Tales of Symphonia really turns me <laughs> off.
2: Again, I you, were say, turns you no, it's like,
1: Ooh. again. Scrap it. Call it something like
2: shit kicker. Is this one you also have an experience, Matt? No, Not no. I must say this. I have got. I've had
0: tales of rise. Yeah. Tales of rise has been like in my PlayStation basket for about six months at the moment. <laughs> I've just never bought it. Um, but right when you've got a spare hundred and
1: twenty hours, you <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, exactly. Um, I know Reb Valentine from the news team is very excited about this coming yeah. back out, um, and and sings its praises. Mm. Um,
2: yeah, I just don't have. I just don't have the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I I don't know when I'll be able to play Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. One, one. Well, maybe when I next have a week off, I won't play Point Valley. <laughs> <Try> <laughs> uh,
0: Matt, what have you got? This one's from Sam Heaney, who says out of everything shown over the past week or so, it has to be Captain America: New World Order. Mm. For a film, I was already highly anticipating, having enjoyed Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm? I mean, <laughs> I have someone that vaguely agrees with me, <laughs> um, and loving Sam's journey to becoming Cap, all the new details did nothing but raise my hype level. It being described as a paranoid thriller gives me hope for a, seri- a more serious tone. Not necessarily winter, sol- not necessarily winter soldier vibes, but a more serious, politically angled film would be perfection. And bringing back Daniel Ramirez and Carl Lumley and Tim Blake Nelson as the leader, I cannot wait.
2: I did not expect the leader coming back. I of all the, of yeah. all the characters <laughs> to call back to.
1: Again, been watching the old Marvel movies, you really... for Well, mm. I had I'd literally never seen the whole of The Incredible Hulk before. Mm. He's really not what you come out of that movie remembering.
2: <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't, am I wrong thinking... Is that quite horrible? Happens to him. Yeah, he's, he like,
0: when he falls down and cracks his skull, basically, like he, it, it sort of expands. Like, expands. Yeah. It becomes Mega basically. Yeah. yeah, I know the leader kind of does
2: look a little bit yeah, like yeah. that
0: in the actual
2: mm-hmm. comics, doesn't he? So that'll be that'll be very interesting. Yeah, um,
0: but, yeah, kind of like the like I obviously I think rated even though Winter Soldier Falcon and Winter Soldier for me ultimately was a failure. I obviously rate it higher than a lot of people I, do because it, I enjoyed. Oh, well. I enjoyed the kind of like what it was trying to do, even though it didn't manage to actually do what its aims were. And I will always appreciate Marvel reaching further than what their classic lane is. Yeah. Uh, and so for them to bring back uh, Carl Lumbly, who I do think is one of the best bits of of that show, kind of all of that kind of like, you know, an actual Captain America that was fucked over by the US, yeah. I mm-hmm. think is a really great storyline. And I'm pleased that they've got the conviction to carry on with that
1: yeah i agree i really and i, I i'm excited by the idea of danny Ramirez as, mm-hmm. as falcon as yeah. well like i think there's there's stuff to play with i'm excited to see i'm excited to just see a more focused captain america movie about this yeah like, you yeah, know like,
0: who's it's those kind, characters that, that's the thing so malcolm Spellman, i believe is coming back who did falcon uh, so who yeah falcon and the winter soldier um and I think the thing is, is the ultimate undoing of that TV show is far too many plates, yep. and none of them spin at the mm-hmm. right velocity that they're supposed to. Yeah. And I think if he's forced to only do a single storyline that runs through a film, maybe that's what will he gets to keep all of these lofty ideas, mm-hmm. but they actually will turn into something yep. rather than just collapsing in the final episode.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I've got one here from Nick Williams who says, "Hello, gang." Hi. The game I initially thought I was most excited a buy that was revealed this week was ride of the Ronin, which was spoken about. Mm-hmm. It does look interesting. Until I saw a millisecond of Kratos and Thor <laughs> scrapping. And as boring slash obvious as this pick is, I can't wait for God of War Ragnarok. I mean, there's a reason why people are excited. I, I wouldn't feel embarrassed by a boring... It's not boring. <laughs> I think it's the only game this year that has any chance of stopping Elden Ring from sweeping the Game mm-hmm. of the Awards. That's gonna won't... do it. <sighs> I don't know. I, no. There's a chance. I'd... There's a there's a chance I I still think Elden Ring will win, but you'll have people that recently played it. You'll That's have, it. There'll be plenty of people the that only, won't have in, that the, won't have played Elden Ring. the Only reason Ragnarok will
1: win any of these is recency
2: bias. <laughs> it's and not going to be. I better think than maybe Elden we Ring. under like it definitely converted me and you to these to yeah. Souls games. There'll still be plenty of people that were turned off by it. Fucking think. moron. <laughs> there's, look, there's a small little mm-hmm. immortality hive out there that also could rise. <laughs> well, that would be completely incorrect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I agree. Uh, we'll probably do the Elden Ring
1: spoiler cast one day. Oh, I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we will, uh, we, do you know what? I, Maybe I, we'll I'm, even I'm back in. That. I, I'm fresh on the memory. I'm back in on Elden yeah. Ring. Yeah. I'm halfway well, through f- a new game plus.
1: Aren't you playing a new game? Plus plus plus. No or no something. no! I'm now on my. Oh yeah, you're doing the So fresh I, I
0: save. did I did new game plus plus plus, and now I've got a new character that I'm building for DLC. I'm halfway.
2: I'm halfway through my new game plus. Just about to do fire giant again. That's oh, what's wrong. Yeah, I so I I, I can't I, be arsed. Yeah, I just <laughs> did
0: fire giant, but now I'm in the consecrated snowfield after yeah. Mr. Mo. I
2: did beat him properly when I did it originally. Like fire I didn't giant. use the fire giant. I know there's that little that um, you can cheese it by making him fall off a. Oh, they patched it out? I yeah, think. I was going to yeah. ask, is that gone now? So mm-hmm. I couldn't even do it if I wanted. I
1: you guess. can also cheese it by getting Daniel Krupa to play it
2: with you. <laughs> that, was, that was good <laughs> for me. I feel like I should just be hot. Like, I've been absolutely rinsing everyone so far on my new mm. game plus. So I'm hoping... I just want to be prepped for that eventual DLC. Uh, I got this. Thing? You got it. This is from Ross W. Short and sweet. Hello, IGN.
1: I'm excited about Like a Dragon 8, which I guess will be called Yakuza Like a Dragon 2 in the West. <laughs> I don't think it will. We just don't know. I believe it's called Like a Dragon 8. I'm searching for comment from Sega as with Big. He says, Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> Do
2: you think it'll just stay 8, or they'll actually give it a subtitle like Like a Dragon Fought for the Very First Time, or something like that? Like a Dragon 8. Uh, Kiryu's back baby (laughs) the man who wrote his name again (laughs) (laughs) name writer
0: (laughs) yeah yeah there we go short and sweet and that, sometimes that's how we like it Matt mm-hmm. one here from Rory Greenfield who says hi UK IGN team long time first time I personally think all the game announcements were overshadowed by the trailer for Babylon the Ooh. new film by Damien Chazelle i still not watched the trailer I've not watched this trailer either a frankly ridiculous cast with a Hurwitz score and Chazelle style oozing from every scene yes please it's rare that a trailer grabs me but this one had me I've fixated. watched the trailer a
2: few times it
0: a good Brad
2: Pitt, Margot Robbie in Golden Age Hollywood. It looks a bit like once... I know you're not as keen. It looks a bit like Once a Time in Hollywood. It's not going to be
0: boring though, is it? (laughs) That's not
2: boring. It's absolutely incredible. Um, Once a Time in Hollywood... Crossed with La La Land, like uh, with a bit of Whiplash. It's even like it opens with, of course, there's jazz, like a big old tracking shot straight into a, a trumpet, mm-hmm. and then you're like, yeah, Damien Chazelle into back. a trumpet, basically. It's Chazelle's take on
1: the Fincher <laughs> intro.
2: Um, it just looks <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. It has what I mean by it's kind of like Brad playing a similar character. It's almost that he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, as in like, like
0: a bit of a kind of slacker, rough around the edges, no Cad.
2: more yeah more of a cat he's like, he's like a big Hollywood star in this he's almost oh, okay. like the Leo character
0: but um, right okay but like, like
2: he's just been he's been funny Margot Robbie's just being a bit wild like she's almost being a bit of the uh, Wolf of Wall Street she's got the same accent isn't that I just think they're gonna have a lot it's gonna mm-hmm. be good fun I think. And he's made a movie with the sexiest people in the world in mm-hmm. the sexiest time in history <laughs> and Tobey so- Maguire looks like seven absolute ball Maguire's well. in it yeah. Maguire's in it yeah He's, he looks a bit like he's playing like almost a wild version of the great Scatsby character he's playing. He looks a bit off the rails. It looks good. I'm watch gonna. the trailer when you're done know this. I'm gonna. It's, it I've been really meaning good. to for days. I just keep forgetting. Out Around Christmas time, I think. And Chazelle's never let me down. Not enough people watched first, man. Absolutely incredible film. Really good. It's yeah. more of a cinema film, though. It is an incredible in the cinema, yeah. I haven't watched it since, to be fair. I can't imagine watching it. it. I might. Go on, then. <laughs> Do uh, it. Last email here from Tyler Wood who uh, has got a different take on this says my most impactful gaming reveal this week was call of the lamb revealing that the last trophy I need for the platinum collecting all available follower forms is unattainable on my save because the lighthouse bloke near the shore won't ask me for crystals. He wanted th- a few days ago. He's putting my respect for the sea at serious risk. <laughs> no Tyler, one- I agree. Cult of the lamb is too
1: buggy. I don't know what's going on with it. I think they've made it a bit better. But I stopped because it was so buggy on Switch. Oh. Um, one day I'll go back. But it's, no it's a real likes shame.
2: No one a bug stopping a Platinum. That it's is a, the worst of all bugs.
1: It's a proper little
2: gem that's just let down by hmm. little... It's when a that rough diamond. Out, I feel like people just say this, though, if they think they really like a game. When that came out, people are like, could be a game of the year? Cause that's, 100%, it's not. it's not the game of the no. year contender. No. Again, Elden Ring <laughs> came out this yeah. year. Good exactly. luck. I think, yeah. Elden Ring will win unless... A late surge from Ragnarok. Who knows? Uh, there we go. IGN UK. Ugh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. If you've got anything to say, there's no. What do we want people? Uh, what do you uh, give us? Topic, Joe. just uh, to write in about. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Um, uh, what would do you fly into to do a tracking shot in a movie? <laughs> I would like to. Be, I put this. Um, so last night I put out a tweet because uh, for dinner last night I had a particularly thick. Uh, burger patty <laughs> that, uh, from a shop that I fried and I was like do you know what I've got two rolls in here I'm going to slice that in half th- through the middle yeah. basically make two burgers out of it mm-hmm. which I would say is two burgers but I put out a poll on Twitter right where I asked people if you were to do that exact thing
1: things alright at home <laughs>
2: look I'm uh, I, was, I was alone Um, three and a half uh,
1: seasons of Saul Goodman
2: and Disney Dreamlight Valley and burgers and burger pots. <laughs> I wanted a burger um and I, I, I put out a poll on Twitter, which is currently... It's got 287 votes. So it's a decent sample. 287 like, other lonely souls. <laughs> Basically, i ask the question, is that one burger or is that two burgers? Two burgers, one patty split between two rolls. I think, in my head, quite obviously, that's two burgers. It's two burgers. It's two burgers. Yeah.
0: Because a burger is a dish. It's like a type of sandwich. It's not the thing that you put exactly. in
2: it. Yeah. But, interestingly, 58% agree. 42% of people do actually. Oh, A Brexit of burgers! <laughs> <laughs> Absolute load of perverts uh, doing that. Like, yeah, if you are someone who listens to this and did actually think that that is one burger, why? I but think also, someone. Uh, you put the poll out! <laughs> yeah, I know, because I wanted to see if there's any
1: ill people out there, <laughs> which there are. But someone did. Oh, uh, don't pretend you're diagnosing the illness of the world.
2: You're as ill as the rest of them. I think. If um, not more so. Someone did reply. I'm sorry if I can't find you. Yeah, someone. Um, if you listen to this, this I'm going to cut you out here because this isn't the same thing. Someone said it's like saying I have two birthday cakes. If I received a big cake and cut it down the middle, no, it, no, it's not. No, that's absolutely absurd. No, it's not because you're creating two things. If you cut a birthday cake in half, uh,
1: what's that's not length what, slice
2: lengthwise? No, sl- slice through the. No. Yeah, you're basically slicing it top to yeah through, yeah. The, through the side to side. Yeah. You're like dissecting <laughs> right. it. Yeah. Bisected. I still think that's and you one cake. No, no, no. But
1: off. if you took it off and then iced oh, the okay. bottom half, made another. That's two cakes. Which, yeah, which is what you're same, doing the with burger the burger? Form. Is it? You, though? You're creating two cakes out of that yeah. because you are mm. icing them in the same. You're, dec- you're dressing way. them, and, and when you you're dress creating, a burger,
2: that's a cake. Yeah.
1: When you dress a burger, you make a beautiful young that's thing meat. It's definitely two burgers.
2: You made two burgers out of that one burger. An unexpected ending think- to this podcast. There we go. We needed some nonsense in there, didn't we? It was all a bit too, uh, all a bit too smart. Can I, <laughs> can I suggest a song? Oh, uh, yeah. Go on, caravan from Whiplash. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> there we go. Here we go. Listen to some drums.
2: Bye. <laughs>